podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello there, guys. What is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for my rational perspective on Chelsea nil. Arsenal won a bleak day for the Blues, a horrible day of weather in West London. I've got absolutely soaked walking back from the game. Uh, but the, the weather in West London today has kind of very much summarised the mood around Chelsea in a perfect way, unfortunately. Uh, a bleak day, a miserable day, a day without much optimism and things to be excited about. And I'm sure that a lot of the analysis will be about Chelsea. Not only their performance today, which I think was really, really poor and uninspiring. Um, it's also about the long term sort of future and kind of... Of where this squad is and, and how it's going to shape up over the course of the season, kind of glaring holes within the squad. And I said this before the game, Chelsea are limping towards the World Cup. They are crawling, I think, after that defeat now towards the World Cup. I think Graham Potter and Chelsea really need it. Mainly I'm referring to the injuries, but the injuries are not the, the get-out-of-jail-free card for Chelsea today, um, you know, because the performance, it's not like the performance was good and we were just missing maybe certain things that, you know, a little bit more clinical edge in the final third. Chelsea didn't create much today and those are always the worst the most demoralizing performances for me because um, you can't even rule those missed chances there were few to, to look at you know it felt like Chelsea were just sort of biding time and tr trying to hold a very confident and motivated Arsenal side at arm's length for most of the game um, and it felt like the inevitable did happen with Arsenal scoring even if it did come from a set piece uh, Glad to say that Son of Chelsea is a part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. If you are listening on the podcast, try and cheer me up on this Sunday, this quite bleak Sunday for Chelsea fans, uh, by giving the podcast a rate and review. And if you are watching on the YouTube channel, give the video a like and hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss any of the uploads. I usually go through the team. I usually go through the tactics. But I just kind of want to speak today because, you know, it is quite negative around Chelsea at the moment. And I think performances and results like that are obviously going to aid sort of that feeling. And it's it's very hard to not come onto this show today and reflect that because especially inside Stamford Bridge, there's a lot of frustration. And I feel like particularly you have the comparison of Arsenal who of recent times, you know, when these games have happened between Chelsea and Arsenal, Chelsea have kind of been heavy favourites. And it would have been hard to think like two or three years ago that Arsenal would be 13 points clear of the Blues at this time of the season with just over 10 games done. Um, they look so mobilised, they look so confident. Um, there's a really nice balance within that team. Uh, all horrible things to say at this point, looking at the squad and, and, and you know wanting to be ahead of Arsenal and wanting to win these games. But we've lost three times now in a row at home uh, to Mikel Arteta's side. Um, and to be honest, this is the best of the, you know, the three, you know, performances, I think, from Arsenal, or at least the best, you know, I've seen in terms of, you know, quality. They look like a really confident side. And Chelsea were not at the same level. We weren't sort of hitting them punch for punch. I think a lot of what Graham Potter tried to do was nullify their speed out wide. Uh, and that really hurt Chelsea in the final third because it was, again, kind of back to what we saw under Tuchel, where there's few players going forward, which means that things have to be very precise and very perfect. And, you know, when Kai Havertz got the ball in the first half and there was an opportunity maybe for, for something to happen, his ball was woeful. Um, Chelsea, it just felt so many times there was such a lack of an idea when Chelsea did win the ball back. Um, to get it into really dangerous positions, even though Arsenal were playing a higher line. Credit to Arsenal for tactically, you know, having that balance and having that control of the game. Uh, but it just felt like Chelsea were kind of caught between two ideas. They didn't want to be too progressive and sort of get um, outrun like they did at Brighton. Um, but, you know, we, we were kind of too negative to a point where 
there was such a lack of rhythm. So by the time Arsenal do go ahead in the second half, it was very difficult to see how Chelsea were going to build up some steam. And we never did. I mean, Aaron Ramsdale had a very, very comfortable afternoon in goal. And that's a real problem. You know, you know, Arsenal keepers in the past would have never had that at Chelsea. And they did today. And, you know, there's a variety of things. You know, again, it's kind of old trends where Chelsea fans look at the squad and they see expensive players coming in and not radically improving the team. You know, Marco Correa, I don't think, had a great game today. Raheem Sterling was anonymous um, and really frustrating. Um, you know, really didn't get into the game at all. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang had sort of no impact other than, I think, taking out Ben White in the game and getting a yellow card. I mean, really, that was about it. And some of those key players that have been performing this season, um, the likes of Mason Mount, uh, didn't have a good game. And really nothing nothing clicked. And it just felt like Chelsea, as I say, were just there was no ground for Chelsea to build on. You know, Arsenal did have that. They were creating half openings. They were moving the ball quickly. Um, they just looked like a team who have everything cobbled together. And that has been the problem at Chelsea is we just don't have that. We drastically are lacking that cohesion and that balance and that certainty around who's going to play where, who's going to be the players that produce for us and who's going to be confident week in, week out. And that is, that's the problem with Chelsea and that's the shame of it currently looking at things for Graham Potter is because that boost, that honeymoon period lasted for a very short period of time and we're into kind of similar flaws and it kind of is a reality check for Chelsea again of knowing kind of harshly that this is going to take time and I think it needs to and I think it's needed to for quite a while there have been problems within the way we have been building squads for a long time particularly in central midfield where again um, I actually think Jorginho had an all right game today I don't think he was outrun um, but you know in front of him there was such a lack of ability to move the ball and progress it Uh, but I think part of that was Chelsea's I want to say risk averse approach even though we were kind of playing a four uh, triple to it you know, it never was kind of the progressive way you'd think of that formation when you write it down on paper. It, it was kind of Chelsea just pinned back in their own half and very little idea when we got the ball. And that made the crowd, I think, very frustrated. And I think just consistently gave Arsenal the impetus to control the game and to get the likes of Martin Odegaard um, onto the ball, to get the likes of Martinelli running at Cesar Aspilicueta, Bakayo Saka running at uh, Marco Correa. There was a real space that Ben White and I think Saka were able to exploit consistently on the right side of Chelsea's um, um, sorry the left side of Chelsea's defence right side of Arsenal's attack so all those things you know lead up to a game where it's hard to see much optimism there wasn't much sunlight in, in, in the weather today in West London and to be honest for Chelsea it does feel pretty bleak, particularly when we've got Man City in midweek in the League Cup away from home um, and then of course Newcastle a very confident Newcastle side and it just you know, in the in the past, Chelsea had players on days like this when things weren't maybe clicking and we weren't maybe getting clear looks at goal. And Arsenal were, you know, controlling a lot of the ball under Arsene Wenger. There were many times I looked at on that pitch and you just wanted an Eden Hazard to pick up the ball and take out three or four players and provide a bit of magic that he did. You wanted a Diego Costa or a Didier Drogba to really impose themselves in the final third. Um, And you don't want to consistently hop back on the past because that is the past. And I want to be looking at the future now of Chelsea. But there is such a lack of invention at times and the feeling that Chelsea, this Chelsea side can overcome difficult moments. Um, I feel like sides, you know, even good Chelsea sides that were in bad runs of form would come into these big games and would be amped up or we'd have individual quality and sort of a mentality. These are all kind of cliched words that could sort of take us above the problems, uh, at least for one game. 
we've seen at Man United, the Man United game, the performance was a little bit similar to this one. Uh, it's just that I think Arsenal were obviously a better side than Man United and, pay, you know, made Chelsea pay in the end. Um, we saw it, you know, today and, and we've seen it consistently, I think, for a number of years against different coaches that you just have little faith that that same mentality is still around. And it's going to take time to rebuild that because a lot of those players have now gone. I think Aspilicueta is kind of the only hangover from that. Sure, this group of players did win the Champions League. A lot of them did, but that hasn't translated into improvement in the Premier League. And we're currently in a position where it's going to be not only a battle for the top four, like that's not only going to be the main mission, it's going to be us trying to catch up um, at the current point, if Chelsea again, you know, go to Newcastle and fail to pick up three points, it's going to be a really difficult challenge in the second half of the season. And there are so many areas um, that you look at in this squad, and it's hard to kind of know where to start. Um, and that makes it very bleak, and it, and it makes it bleak to kind of feel that there's going to be real joy in this season. It's not that there has been nothing to cling on to this season. I think that Potter has shown at times uh, the the improvement in attack, but we saw nothing, no, none of that, none of that improvement, no no signs that the team had sort of got up to a level where they could compete and really you know hurt Arsenal today um it, it just it leaves you very despondent and that's kind of the way I look at the game um you know I know that there could be deeper sort of tactical analysis that I like to bring on this channel and individual player performances uh but just generally I think that's kind of the mood at the moment it, it's a feeling of just repetitive failure and repetitive failure that is kind of catching up with Chelsea now to a point where they're just going to have to face harsh reality and sure we've we've had the new ownership we've had a lot of money invested there are serious questions over whether that money being invested in the summer was smart I still think it's too early to write off all the players and particularly when you've got ones like Fofana who have been injured so you know I, I don't think we can judge him fully um and you know Kula Bali wasn't playing today so that's another one you know who, who cannot be judged today um but you know when you're seeing Raheem Sterling and Pierre and Rikabamian two players who have offered a lot in their careers come to Chelsea and you know are failing at the moment or at least you know in big games are not showing up it's very very hard to kind of feel like we have not been here before and we will be here again those are my my feelings on the game I know you guys uh will let me know in the comments below as I say if you are listening on the podcast uh, please do subscribe please do uh, rate and review more podcasts coming up and as I say on the YouTube channel uh, please hit that subscribe button and the notification bell the like button too uh, hopefully things can improve before the World Cup thank you guys for watching follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea have a great rest of your day and I will see you again very soon all the best Podcast Network.